The Get Rich Slow Club podcast is a collaboration between Tash Etchman from Tash Invest and Anna Christina from Perla. The Get Rich Slow Club acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land we record on. From coast to coast, across land, waters and communities, we pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Any advice is general and does not consider your financial situation, needs or objectives. So consider whether it's appropriate for you. Welcome to the Get Rich Slow Club podcast, where we take you from beginner to confident investor, where we can teach you everything you need to know about investing. So come get rich slow with us. Today, we'll be diving into a topic that often perplexes homeowners. Should you pay off your mortgage or invest? There's a number of things to consider, such as interest rates, investment returns, and your risk tolerance. But first, let's do our money wins and money losses. All right, I'll kick it off. My money loss of the week is that I took my kid to go see The Little Mermaid. And I love The Little Mermaid. It was a movie that I really connected with as a kid, and I couldn't wait to see the live film. But my child is also three years old and has the patience of a three-year-old, obviously. So we ended up paying, you know, $46 for the tickets, $16 for the popcorn. Like it was $16 for the popcorn, $62. Yeah. Popcorn and a drink. Yes. Which was small size by the way. So in all up $62 and we made it to the part where Ursula sang her song. So Ariel didn't even get legs. We had to leave because my kid was climbing on the seats and asking to change the channel to watch something else because, oh, you know, change the channel. we have Netflix uh. and Disney. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the novelty wasn't as exciting as I thought it would be for a three-year-old. So we spent a lot of money, but um, I did get to see a part of the movie and catch my two favorite songs. So that's okay. Okay, cool. Always looking on the bright side. Got two songs in. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What's your win or loss of the week? Um, my win, I stayed at such a nice, like newly renovated hotel in Sydney and it's school holidays at the moment. And it was a Friday night and I only had to pay $175, which is really good for Sydney CBD prices. It was a good to go to deal. And it was also technically a work trip, so I can claim it on tax as well. So double win there. Oh, win. I think we also got a community win, didn't we? Yes, we did. Um, I got this message on the Get Rich Slow Club Instagram. It said, I did it. After months of learning and gaining an interest in investing, but not feeling confident, I have finally signed up for a platform, Sharesies, and made a start. Feeling so proud of me, which is awesome. It's so exciting. Yes. Oh, yes. Just to get started is a huge first step. So very excited. Definitely celebrate those wins and losses and share them with us because we'd love to share them with the rest of the community. Yes. I'll try and pop up a question box so you can leave it in there, but you can also just send us a message as well. We love reading them. So the awesome thing about this episode today is that we actually received a community question about paying off your mortgage or investing. And we love getting voice messages. So let's play it and then we'll talk about it in this episode. Hi, I was wondering if you could really break down the benefit of paying off your mortgage versus investing at like really break it down because I feel like I need to pay off my mortgage and then invest and I know time in the market is the most important thing. So in the end, I do nothing. Please help. That bit at the end was so relatable, the and I do nothing. I feel like we've all been stuck in that situation where there's too many options, too many things to consider, so we are just paralyzed and don't do anything. 
I also really related to this question because it's something that we're considering in our household as well. We have a half fixed and a half variable loan, and we're debating whether we should pay off a part of it now or invest or a bit of both. So that is quite relatable for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. I know a lot of people are coming off their fixed interest rates in the next few months, especially. So it's a big question for a lot of people at the moment. But let's dive into the answer to this question. And it is a little bit complex because there's a lot of things to consider. The first consideration when debating whether to pay off your mortgage or invest is looking at your home loan interest rate. If you have a high interest rate, then it may make sense to pay off your mortgage as quickly as possible. This is because you'll be saving a lot of money in interest payments over the life of your loan. However, if you have a low interest rate, then it may be better to invest your money instead. This is because you could potentially earn a higher return on your investments than you're paying in interest on your mortgage. As of recording, the current average mortgage interest rate is 6.54%, which is a guaranteed return. This means that by paying off your mortgage interest, you are saving yourself that amount in interest and it's a guaranteed return for you. Compared to investing, we are just aiming for a possible average return, but it's not guaranteed. 6.54% sounds huge because mine's only 2.6% at the moment and mine's fixed until 2025. Um, I did a five-year fixed loan, so I've got a few more years there. What's yours? So I have a fixed loan at 1.89 till next year. Oh, <laughs> so I'll be, yeah, I know. <laughs> we got it at the low of the low. It was a fluke, total fluke. Uh, no timing of the, of the mortgage rates. Amazing. Um, yeah. So I'm happy with that one, but it's going to be up in January and our variable is 5.89 at the moment. Wow. Yeah. So when we're talking about low and high, 1.89 is definitely nice and low, whereas five is on the higher end for sure. The thing that I did want to comment on is that our variable would have been much higher had we not reached out to our broker and asked them to reduce it. So they reduced it quite a bit. And I'm planning on doing that again, because if you don't ask, you're not going to get. So definitely ask for a lower rate. Your bank might be willing to do it for you. Yeah. I didn't know this for ages as well, but even if you can't refinance, you can still call up your bank and ask them to discount it. Because I've heard of some people having 7% interest rates, which is just wild and then calling and getting them reduced to six point something. So that's amazing. But before all of this, you first need to consider the average investment return to be able to compare. The stock market has historically averaged a return of around 7% per year. This means if you invest $10,000 in the stock market, you can expect a return around 700 per year. Of course, there's no guarantees that the stock market will continue to earn 7% per year in the future. It can be 7% or 15 or even minus 20. Investing in the stock market can offer the potential for higher returns compared to paying off a low interest rate mortgage, but that all depends on what your mortgage rate is and on the level of risk you are willing to take. Returns in the stock market are never guaranteed. If you are comparing the current average interest rate of 6.54% and the average return of 7% on the stock market, they are quite similar. This may make it a difficult choice as to whether you want to pay down your mortgage or invest. You may feel differently if your mortgage interest rate is 2% or 8%. As mentioned previously, paying off your mortgage is a guaranteed return, whereas investing into shares is not guaranteed and comes with a higher level of risk. Another thing to consider is tax on earnings from your investments. If you make money from investing, you will need to pay tax on capital gains and income. 
Dividends from shares are considered income, just like rent from an investment property, and will be taxed as such. Capital gains tax occur when you sell your shares for a profit. There is a capital gain tax discount that you may be eligible for. Another consideration is the tax effect, which means paying off debt can be more beneficial when you gross up the figures to compare it with taxable investment income. Therefore, it's worth considering the after-tax rate if you are receiving any incomes or profits. Another factor to consider is mortgage stress. Mortgage stress refers to the financial strain experienced by homeowners who struggle to meet their mortgage repayments. You hear about this quite a bit in the news right now, especially with the interest rates that have been rising over this last year. If you are worried about being able to make your mortgage payments, then it may be a good idea to pay off your mortgage sooner rather than later, especially in the environment where interest rates frequently rise. This will give you a peace of mind. But remember, maintaining a stable and source housing situation should always be your top priority. Is this something you're factoring into your decision? Uh, well, at the moment where we know that our fixed rate is going to come off, so we are considering paying a larger amount of that so that we don't have to go at a higher rate. Like, I don't know what it'll be like in January when we do refinance. It might be even higher than what it is now, the interest rate. So it is a guarantee to pay it off. We are definitely considering it. Definitely considering. I know this is a huge one. Um, I don't want to talk about my parents all the time, but for my parents, my mom doesn't like to be in debt and she likes to like, likes the security of having things paid off. So even like ignoring all the interest rate rises at the moment, just in general, she likes the stress of not having a mortgage. I think that's something I miss when I discuss these things because personally, I don't mind being in debt and I'm happy to have like good debt with mortgage, but some people just like to not have any debt at all, which is completely fine. It depends where you are in your lifestyle too, right? Because Tash, you're a little bit younger. You have a longer time to be paying off debt. People who are like your mom potentially might be closer to retirement who might want to eliminate any debt that they have once they do reach retirement. So it is important to be looking at it from different points of views. And that's why all of us have such unique situations when it comes to paying off debt or being okay with our debt. Yeah. And like, there's always the best financial decision when you look at the maths, but then you have to consider the emotional and the mental toll as well and decide what's best for you. Yeah. The emotional one is a big one, isn't Mm -hmm. it? (laughs) Another consideration is whether you have a fixed or variable interest rate on your mortgage. With a fixed interest rate, I know we've mentioned that already, your mortgage repayments remain the same throughout the loan term, providing stability. However, it's essential to note that some fixed interest loans may have restrictions on paying off more than the required amount, so you may not be able to pay off extra. Variable interest rates, on the other hand, usually allow extra repayments for an offset or redraw facility. Using one of these can reduce the interest rate owned on a loan, saving you money in the long run. You may also have a split mortgage and have part variable and part fixed, which is what I do. Um, And if you've considered paying off your mortgage early, it's important to check your mortgage terms to see if you're able to do so. Yeah, I know with mine, because I've got a fixed one, I can only pay off like a few thousand dollars extra before I get penalized. So I know that I can't pay too much more off mine. Another tip is if your mortgage expires in three months time, reach out to your broker or bank to see if you can negotiate a lower interest rate. This was something that our broker suggested we do. So I know that we're going to do that a few months before January just to see what's out there and try to lock in a lower rate in the case that it does rise during the time that we're trying to get a new rate. Hopefully they have some cool refinance deals. I quite often see those like $2,000 cashback offers, which are quite fun. A lot of that's happening right now just because everyone is coming off of a fixed rate and banks are trying to be lucrative and get new customers. 
Yeah, it's good to remember that you are a customer and you are paying for a service. So you can negotiate and shop around and try and get a good deal and get a bonus sign up offer. And in fact, you should, right? Yes. Like it is really beneficial for you to do that. Don't just stay with your bank just because it's easier. Yes, there's a bunch of paperwork required to be signed and passed over to a new bank, but you know what? It's worth it if it's going to save you thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in the long run. And also I would love $2,000 cash back. That would be fun right now. <laughs> what would you spend it on or save it on or invest oh, it in? Oh, I don't know. I'd probably just like replenish my emergency fund. I feel like I spent a lot of money on my tax bill recently and I'm feeling a little bit poor because I don't have my same buffers there anymore. So I'd probably just build that back up. But like $2,000 is a nice like Bali week. That'd be fun too. <laughs> what would you spend it on? Um, it would probably just go in my offset. I'm very boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Speaking of mortgages and yes. paying off. The smart yeah. financial decisions. Straight to the mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> Another important factor is your cash flow. Some people even opt for a fixed interest rate so that they can budget monthly and not have to worry about the fluctuations of their mortgage repayment amount. Understanding your cash flow is important in these situations. In the case you have a lump sum of money, perhaps you have a large amount in your offset, it's possible to pay off a part of your loan and refinance so that you have lower repayments. This can provide you with more cash flow that can be used for other things, such as investing. Which brings us to the topic of debt recycling. So debt recycling is a strategy that involves using the equity in your home to invest in income generating assets while still paying off your mortgage. Equity is the amount that you actually own, the value of the asset minus any liabilities. So if your home, it would be the value of your home minus your mortgage. This approach aims to reduce non-deductible debt, your mortgage, while increasing deductible debt, your investment loan. Debt recycling can be a complex strategy, so it's best to chat to a financial advisor or do more research if considering this. This is something that I've been talking about quite a bit with my partner. I think I've mentioned before in the podcast, we keep a lot of cash in our offset for a lot of different reasons as our emergency fund to pay off, you know, the interest side of our loan and so forth. But it is something that I've definitely been considering and am looking to explore. So I'll keep you posted if we do that, because it would be nice to be able to deduct some of our debt, yes. especially if we're planning on investing anyways. Yeah, that's definitely a huge factor. I've heard a lot more about this recently and I'd love to consider it when I come off my fixed part of my loan and are able to refinance. But it seems to have a lot of benefits, especially if you have a higher taxable income. Again, it comes down to your risk tolerance, right? If you yeah. want to pay off your, your property and you don't like debt, this might not be the strategy for you. Um, speaking of risk, concentration risk is another factor. Investing all your money into one asset class, such as shares or property, can increase your risk. Diversifying your investments across different asset classes helps mitigate concentrated risk. Concentration risk is the risk that you're putting all of your eggs in one basket. If your home loses value, you can lose a significant amount of your money by spreading your investments across various assets, such as shares, bonds, cash, property, you reduce the potential impact of a single investment's poor performance in your overall portfolio. We talk about how to track your portfolio in episode 13. Concentration risk is one that I talk about quite a lot because it's a big consideration for me. Like I don't think I'll ever, not I won't say not ever, but at the moment I'm not looking to pay off my mortgage even when I come off my fixed interest because I want to invest and have other investments outside of my home. But in saying that, my home loan is quite small compared to others in the other states. Like my loan is only 215000 because I bought in Perth. So that's another consideration as well. It's not a massive mortgage. I was actually thinking about that the other day. I live in a leafy part of town and I was thinking, 
what if, you know, we purchased an investment property that was nearby? And I thought about, and some people do this, right? Like a lot of people buy, have a home and then they have an investment property in the same neighborhood. And I just thought about the potential risk of having a fire in a leafy area and you would lose both your properties and all of your concentration risk is in property in one suburb, in one area. And that is really risky when it comes to investing. Especially with homes. Not. Yeah. yeah, It depends on your portfolio and it depends on your, your risk tolerance. I've heard on the news recently, um, I think it was a couple who bought lots of homes in a mining town in WA and then the mine closed down and they've lost like a lot. I think they had to declare bankruptcy in the end, but that kind of story of not diversifying, having it all in the one place. Cause it did really well for a few years while the mine was doing well and rents were huge. But now that the mine's closed, there's no need for property there in the same way. So just a tale of caution, try and diversify and think longer term as well. Let's not forget to consider other sources of income. Dividends or other investments can provide additional income streams. If you have a stable and reliable income from dividends, it may be more feasible to invest instead of allocating funds to paying off your mortgage. However, be mindful of the risks and potential fluctuations in dividend income. Keep in mind, this will most likely be taxed as well. And we can't forget risk tolerance. If you're someone who doesn't like to take risks, then you may prefer to pay off your mortgage as quickly as possible. Like Tash's mom, this will give you the peace of mind of knowing that you're debt free. However, if you're someone who is comfortable with taking on some risk, such as maybe Tash, (laughs) then you may prefer to invest your money. This could give you the potential to earn a higher return on your investment, but it also comes with the risk of losing money. My parents love getting a mention in the podcast. Um, They listen to it like on max volume next to me sometimes. And when they get a mention, they're like, oh my God, it's us. So hi, mom. (laughs) Hi, mom and dad. (laughs) Um, It's also important to consider your goals. If you are saving for something shorter term, then putting money into an offset account is likely a better idea than investing it into shares, which are generally considered a longer term investment. Investing in shares also requires a level of flexibility to avoid selling when the market is down. If you need quick access to your money or can't be flexible with the timing of it, then putting money in your offset might be the better choice. But if you don't need access to this money, shares might be a better choice for you. Opportunity cost is also something to consider. When you invest, opportunity cost can be defined as the amount of money you may earn or not earn depending on what course of action you take. Do you think you will make more money on the stock market? Is this an opportunity you are missing out on? Or do you think you'll be better off paying your mortgage down as it will provide more stability and cash flow? Only you know your own risks, goals, and the opportunity cost you may leave behind. There is no one-size-fits-all answer to this question, unfortunately, of whether to pay off your mortgage or invest. The best decision for you will depend on your individual circumstances and only you know what's best for your situation. So what are some of the actionable steps that we should take? Check your interest rate. See what you're actually on. If you're on a fixed rate, check when you come off and work out what your new repayments will be. This is a good thing to do to avoid being shocked. This is a good time to trial run your new budget with the new interest rate as well. So you can play around with it and see how you're going to manage or work around the new repayments if they are coming off in the next few months. And it's definitely a better idea to not be shocked. (laughs) Yes. Um, And lastly, weigh the pros and cons of investing versus paying off your mortgage if it's something you're considering. And I also think talk to the people around you as well. A lot of people are in a very similar situation at the moment. Chat to others, see what they're up to. Talk to your mortgage broker, talk to your friends. I actually love having those conversations because it's really important to hear what other people are considering and how that might play into your own thoughts around whether you should pay off your mortgage or invest 
or do a little bit of both. I feel like it's becoming more of a normal conversation even with my friends who don't talk about money much because it's such like a big topic at the moment that a lot more people are discussing it. So it's been quite interesting hearing about it from other people. It's been an ongoing conversation at our house because we don't know what we're going to do in January. It really depends on the interest rates and it depends on a few things and what we want our cash flow to be. Do we want to invest? Do we want to pay it off? just depends on our goals and um, I'll keep you posted as well. So I'm excited to hear (laughs) about about what we do. Yeah. And I guess on that note, thank you and goodbye. Thanks so much for joining us. If you found this episode helpful, please rate us five stars, write a review or share with a friend. If you're new to investing, make sure to listen to our first 10 episodes. Follow us at Get Rich Slow Club or Tash at Tash Invest or me at Anna Christina. This show was brought to you by Natasha Edgman, who is an authorized representative, 12-99881 of Guideway Financial Services, AFSL 420367, and Perla, who is an authorized representative, 128-1540 of Sanlam Private Wealth, AFSL 337927. Knowledge is power, especially when it comes to investing. So make sure you check out our financial services guides and read the product disclosure statement and target market determination for any investments you're considering. See our show notes for more info.